And we've been doing this show for 10 years now. Number one anarcho comedy show on any station across the nation. Been on WCRS out of Columbus, Ohio for that long as well. So respect the game and the name. Uh, my name is Brett. My co-host is Brian. And this week is another episode of our award-winning radio show. On Sunday nights, we normally do the call-in show, but that's on hold for a while. So please do not call until like January 20-something. Yeah, January, June. June 20-something. Uh, I, I will give you dates for uh, streams here. Well, first of all, don't just think we're not going to stream because uh, we're going to have a lot of free time fucking around while we're making the show. So me and Brett might decide to pop on. Uh, but secondly, uh, it looks like the first stream back is is June 23rd. That'll be the first one back. And then the first call-in show back is four days after that, I believe. 27th. 27th. And uh, then we're back for good. Wow. No more taking time off. But don't get all twisted up inside thinking there's not going to be no street fight oh there is going to be street fight the whole damn time you're going to have your patreon shows for you patreon people uh and and let me just say i have already recorded the three patreon shows for the three weeks we're gone all three very fun very fun and very good and uh really enjoyed doing them so uh, uh, I would jump on there and we just recorded a really fun um we Hito just Brian. recorded a, a really fun Heat O'Brien Unleashed with Jacob Bacharach. Uh uh so that was fun and uh we're here. We're here, dude. You know? Yeah, that was a really good show. Um we got to I got to squeeze in more of my uh horny my new horny lifestyle. I got to express all of that openly. Uh, and was happy to uh, watch real sex. And it was funny, actually, uh, we told Jacob that we were going to pay him for doing the guest appearance. And he was like, actually, if you could just give me access to all of the real sex episodes that you have, I would consider that a payment. Yeah. I mean, that's happened a few times. I, like I said, Karen Geyer was like, hey, uh, can I get the rest of those? And I was like, I mean, yeah, sure. We, I mean, I think we only have like, uh maybe 10 or 11 of them but uh we do have a sweet little site that dan that dan put together for us we need to get dan to get the rest we need to get dan to get the rest and then this is our new asset that we have we don't have to pay people anymore it's like yeah i mean sure we can give you fiat current currency which is like proven year over year to not have the same yields as other things including you know right uh, yeah but real sex is like an real sex thing. Real sex is more valuable than fiat currency. Can we bring up the elephant in the room right now, Brett? Okay. I'm wearing a sleeveless shirt. Oh, yeah. The chat is going wild. I knew it. I Well, I don't know that. For shoulders sure. make people go crazy. I mean, they're not welcome in the workplace. And just shoulders, when people see them, they want to nibble on them. They want to caress them. They want to lick on them and trace them with their tongue. They want to, 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 to uh, tickle your clavicle. I love the tank top, dude. I'm a tanky toppy dude, you know? I love it. Comfy. Uh, I comfy lifestyle. I don't, I don't wear them outside. I also just picked my nose. Hey, listen. I also just picked my nose, and we all saw that. I'm not used to being on cam 
Well, I'm not used to streaming from my house. I'm usually uh, uh, just on camera and John has to watch me pick my nose or or whoever I'm podcasting with. But, you know, well, we're all so so the punkest motherfucker that I ever did know I used to work with. He never had sleeves on his shirts. He only wore band shirts. But what he would do is he would go home with a tiny little pair of scissors and turn his shirts inside out and just cut all of the like the the threading out of there off the sleeves so that way his like guns could breathe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's I another don't know one. Like guns need to breathe. It's just that I spend so much time outside sweating all day that when I get home after I get my shower it's like let's let's fucking get rid of the sleeves. And you know what? People are really fucking smart that came up with the no sleeves lifestyle. I have to say, whoever was like Hey, you know, yes, because we started out humans when we started living as a society where it was like dudes like kind of just wore suits all the time. This is according yeah. to TV that I've watched. And uh, that I was like, uh, you know, I, 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 I uh, would never wear a suit. But then as we went, we started like getting more and more casual. And yep. it's point some dude was like or it was a woman who knows or a non-binary person really uh uh somebody was like we don't even need these sleeves this this whole sleeves thing is mm -hmm. terrible so he yeah. cut them off and now i get to live a sleeveless lifestyle just inside my home uh i am in the market for new tank tops i just can't find any to my liking I have had in my lifetime, as far as dudes that were my guys go, I've had two friends that never wore a shirt and would argue, would go into like a place and argue and be like, I'm just coming in real quick. And then we have to put a shirt on. Like, I don't have a shirt with me, though. <laughs> my, my friend in D.C. never had a fucking shirt on. Not ever, never, never, ever, ever, ever. Drove around like that. Just I maybe he didn't own any. I don't. He had some nice ones like he would go out and do stuff, but. He dressed up, but if he didn't have to be anywhere, he did not have a shirt on. Yeah. A lot of guys, I mean, I, I knew a lot of guys that were shirtless guys growing up, but like I made it sort of uncomfortable for people to be a shirtless guy. You tried sucking on their nipples? No. <laughs> I was like, bro, come on, man get a shirt on and you know i would just be mean to them until they put a shirt on see but they you were know? just getting that cool comfortability of not being covered up like that you're not being feeling ashamed about being naked well i was thinking about getting basketball jerseys too but i think there is, i think there is something to be said about guys that don't play basketball that wear basketball jerseys and i'm not <laughs> sure if i want to get into that you know what you're right you're absolutely right. That is a huge red flag. That is like you cannot do that. It would be so embarrassing for someone to throw you a basketball and it like bounces off your fucking chest or something. I mean, I can shoot baskets and yeah, stuff, but you're but not a hooper. I'm not. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm okay at basketball. I could probably, you know, hold my own in a one on one basketball game with somebody for oh, sure. Okay. Oh, uh, then get a jersey. You need a jersey. If you're a hooper, if you're playing one on one, man, you got to get the gear. Somebody in the chat said, Brian, you should wear hockey sweaters. 
Um, there is a hype beast hockey company that did a collab with corn and they have a hockey sweater that I definitely want to buy. It's fucking cool, man. So yeah. I, I might get one. There's a Metallica one. Um, that's on eBay that I've been stalking ever since last summer. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, no shirtless. No, I can't. Uh, you'll never catch me shirtless on the stream. I promise that. That ain't going to happen. I mean, someday. I guess if we set a Patreon goal that was like Brian has to do the stream shirtless and then we hit that goal, I'd do it. Okay. Got to pay to play, people. Yeah. Feel fancy free. You don't want to see it. You don't. Yeah, we do. That. No, no, you do not. You've seen me without a shirt on. No, we wouldn't run our hands along the curves of your body. Ew. <laughs> so I got people want to uh, think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think uh, I I think like that setting that goal would would uh, a singlet singlet app is better. There you go. Singlet app is perfect. I will wear a singlet, but we have to set the goal to such a point that uh, I, it wouldn't just be giving it away is how I feel. Because I, I just I put that singlet on for my wife. Uh-huh. And uh, I mean, she wasn't turned on by it. If that's what you're thinking, Brad, I heard the way you said, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Nope. No, she laughed at me. She said, no, ridiculous. Oh, well, maybe she made you feel oh. better, though. I mean, pussy makes you feel better. I mean, you can't, I, you can't really hump in a, in a singlet anyway. You'd have to take it yeah. off. Yeah, you have to take it off aggressively. Yeah. Just rip it off. Yeah, okay, that's, that's enough Heat O'Brien content. Yeah. So uh, I saw this article on The Verge, and this is something that we've been talking about a lot. So uh, I thought I would bring it up. Um, I'm going to read this first story here from Vice by uh, Joseph Cox. Uh, okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Citizen confirmed the vehicle was part of a pilot program in the city for its employees, but refused to re- provide any specifics on what the vehicle was for. It appears the vehicle is connected to a private security company that describes itself as a subscription law enforcement service. Yes, um, I believe this article goes to explain it, but this is something that we had found out when researching uh, topics for the TV show for means. Um, We found out that Citizen began as the Vigilante app back in like 2016 or something. It was supposed to be a way to alert people of crime around them that they could go then like intervene in or something like stop a purse snatcher or some sort of weird 1950s comic book idea of like, you know, protecting the community. And then it became this. And then now it's turned into literally like the libertarian meme of pay, like you pay for protection from a private company. Right. And, and I think like the, the important thing to bring up about citizen being called vigilante is vigilante is the most sort of right. It's right wing. Yeah exclusively right-wing people are vigilantes and uh that kind of this vigilante app it feel it feels or the citizen app feels like it's straying into like dangerous territory and when also and yeah and also the um something that i found in the research of citizen app is that 
they're selective about the data that they use. It's not a simple reporter of like the police scanner. They could report what's on the police scanner. They're selective about what makes it through and when it gets pushed to people's phones uh, and, and a focus on, you know, the kind of more racist crimes uh, or more violent crimes. Um, or like we've said before, people that get into an argument on a corner and then the cops show up and everybody's already left. But then Citizen reports it as like there was an altercation. There was a knife fight or something. And you know what's interesting about Citizen is that like, okay, so Saturday night, there was a, a shooting here in Columbus. Six people uh, uh, shot, one dead, five injured. And it happened at at this place that like, so teenagers have been using social media to kind of put together parties in this park in downtown Columbus. And they, you know, they go there, they ride their scooters around, they grab ass, they do whatever in, in big groups of people. And uh, somebody, same old teenagers hanging out like they've been doing since forever. Right. But now they have motorized scooters, which I True. just did something the other day that you're going to everybody's going to be ashamed of me for. But uh, I saw a, I was walking with my wife and I had just gotten so annoyed with the like 15th person to like zoom by me on a scooter on the sidewalk. And I was just like, don't you gotta be 16 to ride one of those? <laughs> hey, whose credit card are they using? There's no way they, they can have that buying power. I was so fucking mad, dude. I was just like, why are all these teenagers on them? They're not even supposed to be allowed to. Cause I do think you have to be 16 in Columbus. And like, you're not allowed to ride on the sidewalk on scooters. That's, you're, that's against the rules. You're not yeah, you even got, to ride a bike, but people do. Yeah, you got to risk your life. I mean, that's what you got to be able to risk your life in the streets. Right. So the all black vehicle with tinted windows has the citizen logo emblazoned across its side, as well as citizens tagline, making your world a safer place <sighs> and the phrase private patrol. Now, those are two scary things. To have on the side of a car. It fucking citizen. You know what citizen's going to end up doing, Brett? They're going to invent the first RoboCop. They're going to like accidentally invent RoboCop. And it's going to go on a crazy killing spree. Yeah, there's moments when you're like, it's going to just be this neoliberal hell, governmental crushing. And then you see that the, the Elon Musk worship and then all of these renegade types that are just like, well, we can simply take care of it of ourselves. If we get enough money, we can just make justice happen with donation and support from patriots like you. <laughs> Donations and support. I mean, I don't know how citizen makes money, Brett. I, I, they do have a premium service, but I signed up for the premium service for a month. So me and you could like look through it and it's fucking $20 a month, dude. I can't imagine what kind of a like really scary person no. needs to pay $20 a month to have. That's the conservative lifestyle, man. They're junkies for that. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to protect their identity, but a very close family member of mine, I moved into a second story apartment and they were like, oh, you need to measure the distance of your sliding glass door and we'll get you like a stopper so that like... Um, so that we can jam up this sliding glass door. And it's like, who's going to climb up my fucking, who, who's going to run through this wilderness, climb up to my second story and sneak into my apartment to get what? 
to get nothing. There's <laughs> why would you? Who's who's robbing apartments? Who's robbing tiny apartments that from people that have to pay the least amount of rent possible? Dude, I've been saying this. So the last time I was at the in-laws' house, he was showing me his gun again. Like he he, yeah. he was he got his gun out and he was telling me all about it and he he did his little speech like he loves doing that speech where he's like if God forbid I have to shoot somebody at least I know and you know I don't want to shoot anybody <laughs> he just he holds the thought of of killing somebody in his mind and he's just like don't make me do it you know I desperately I could yeah. I would I I just know I see it happening and I don't want to do it but it's right it's just what's right. <laughs> But, but like, I just looked at him. This dude lives an hour out of town, out, out of Columbus. Uh, nowhere even, Brett, nowhere even near a suburb, dude. It's, it's like a, a small, teeny fucking town with like probably 15 houses, a restaurant, a bar, and a gas station at a Dollar General. You know, uh -huh. there's nothing there, nothing there. And I just looked at him. And I was like, who the fuck is going to break into your house? Like, who is this person that's going to break into your house here? I, it just isn't going to fucking happen. And then it, I'm talking to my wife later and I'm like, man, they why their house looks like shit. It's like an old modular class. I swear on my life. It is literally an old modular classroom. You know those temporary classrooms when they're remodeling the school and they got to put people in those like trailers? It's one of those. But it's like a house. And it's just like, I that would be even like the last place I would break into knowing that there's nothing fucking there. <laughs> and, and I mean, also, like if you're stealing, you don't, you're not going to fight somebody to the death. You're not going to go when the whole family is there and kill a whole family to get a furniture that they're still making payments on. You know, <laughs> like you're not going to, you, there's no reason to try to, to do that. It's just, it's this, it's this um, just imagined uh, world of everyone coming to attack them. Or I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's hard to make sense of because I, I don't, they can't be reasoned out of it. They're in constant, fear that like hardcore criminals and killers and gangsters and all of these things are constantly scheming on stopping their like very piddly ass, boring, stupid, worthless lifestyle. I mean, and it's getting worse lately because the news is kind of reporting on this, like an uptick in violent crime, like with, with uh, um, editorials and shit like that. And look, Maybe there is an uptick in violent crime. I don't fucking know. But like, I also tend to lean towards people start freaking out about violent crime when violent crime is being covered constantly. And it is like every time something that you think is violent is happening. Like if two people are swinging sticks at each other on a corner somewhere, if every time you see that situation, then yeah, you're going to fucking probably think that there's some kind of violent crime problem because I look at the citizen app and I see it and I'm just like, it's two people swinging sticks at each other. Or it's like, uh, uh, you know, the amount of gunshot that people think they hear is 
outrageous. It's an outrageous amount of gunshots in my neighborhood, dude. Like I'll see a, I'll see a, you know, I think I heard a gunshot two blocks away from my apartment. I'm like, I would fucking hear the gunshot too. I don't even hear it. I think that app is fucking the worst thing. Yeah. It's like worse than next door. So I think, no, I think you're right because there's a lot of people that post on next door. Hey, I think this thing happened. And someone was like, oh, that was my fucking old ass car that backfired actually. Uh, but if you were to call the police, citizen picks that up and reports on that. Like they report on that kind of stuff and they, they, they don't follow up and they don't really, they just are trying to present the city as like this really fucking hotbed, dangerous crime ridden area, you know? Right. I'm looking at it now, Brett. We got gunshot detected, people stranded in a river, uh, carbon monoxide detected. That's just what's happening right now. They say is happening right now. Let me get mine up. And you can like literally hit add incident and just put an incident on there too. That it's not even like it's not all police stuff, dude. Uh, some of it is just stuff that people are posting in there. It's like. Twitter for people who think they heard, you know, who think somebody uh, flashed a knife at them when they yeah. were walking down the street or something. Yeah. Some, yeah. Some guy uh, told me to step off his turf. He's like, did he really? Or did you imagine that? <laughs> this guy, he was like telling me, I'm, he, we didn't say it, but he like made me feel like I was on his turf. It's like, no, <laughs> he was a young man walking to the bus. <laughs> <laughs> My turf. That, they always, that, I, I mean, I've seen that a lot too, where they'll post pictures of like the backside of a garage and say, oh no, a new gang just moved into town. This is like the elk squad They're, you know, they take over the street and they claimed it and it's just nonsense written on the side of a fucking, you know, it's just <laughs> kid shit and just not nonsense. Um, and then they, but it becomes for so many people, a narrative that proves the whole world has gone to shit and we're living in some sort of crime ridden you know, filth. Like there's, I just, I, right. I, I hang out in dangerous places, you know? Um, I, you know, I'm not stupid. I, I know that things do happen. Shit goes down. Um, but what they present is like really hard to find. They tell me that like within an, a mile of me, there are people getting gunned down and carjacked and robbed constantly. And I still haven't been able to witness or be anywhere near that. <laughs> Right. Well, this is this is the story that really freaked me out. This is from The Verge. As wildfires raged through Southern California last weekend, an app called Citizen offered an unorthodox bounty over live stream and in push alerts to local residents. Hunt down the alleged arsonist and we'll give you $30,000 in cash. In the hours that followed, it became clear the app was mistaken. The man pictured had no connection to the fires, and once he was located by law enforcement, he was quickly released for lack of evidence. Um, we are active, and, and just, dude, they're going to be able to do, this is going to get people killed. This, yeah, this yeah. fucking app is going to get people killed if they do shit like this. Cheeks Adams brought it up. This was another next door person. Uh, a person was like, someone said, Hey, there's some new gang that's moved into town, some new graffiti artist. Their name is MPH25, and they've been doing these huge, they've been putting their tag really big in the middle of the street. Maybe it was an ironic shit poster, but it, it seems <laughs> yeah. so genuine. 
It seems real. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's where they're, that's where we're at. I mean, when you hang out with some people, like when you go to family functions, getting back into the graduation party scene and acquaintances of acquaintances and folks you normally don't see all the time. I mean, this is the kind of stuff where they're like, you know, yeah, it's a war zone out there right now. I'm like, is it? I don't where, where exactly? I know. I used to say this a lot growing up, but like people would tell me all the different gangs in town. You know, there yeah. was the Fat Rock Posse. There was the Short North Posse. A lot of the Ohio had posses and Crips and Bloods and stuff like that. Folk. And the thing was, folk, yeah, Vice Lords. The thing was, dude, I never met anybody that even knew somebody that was in one of the gangs. Like, people would just be like, yeah, if you're downtown, you got to watch out for the Fat Rock Posse. And it was like, no, that was my neighborhood that had the Fat Rock Posse. And parents would tell you, hey, you know, don't get caught up with the Fat Rock Posse out here. It's crazy. And it was like, I am in the worst gang in this neighborhood, and we're not even an official gang. Yeah, there's like when you're, you know, some someone's gonna come up to you and say, "Hey, you want to get high, man? You want to, you want to hang out with us, the Fat Rock Posse?" And you're gonna lose your whole life. You're gonna, yeah. Once you get in, you can't get out either. You know, they they they'll jump you in, but they won't jump you out. So you need to watch out. God, there was so much. I when I was in college, I took a gangs class uh, at Ohio State. And uh, like how to join like, a gang. I wish. No, <laughs> uh, I've told the story about the time I got asked to join a gang. And I told him, yes, let's yes. see if this thing has any long term prospects. Yeah. Is, is Get some I territory because it was a brand new gang. Yeah, I'm a free I'm agent. I'm a hot prospect that. for gang. So after, I need a gang that can flag after take a, a block. gang from a move, the movie South Central. Yeah, that's not a good idea. It's not a good gang. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not going to join a gang. Uh uh I'm sorry. I'm getting a thing saying my internet connection's unstable, which is Oh, really? That's interesting. That's fine. It's fine. It seems to be back now. It happens. Um Yeah, yeah. So like uh um here it is. We are actively working to improve our internal processes to ensure this does not occur again. The company said in a statement after the release, this was a mistake we are taking very seriously. I mean, Brett, in all the years of the internet, of social media, like Reddit, basically, and Twitter, people have done this all the fucking time, right? Like, every time something big or something happens locally, people point somebody out and then start a big vigilante group of people that ruin someone's life for a day. And, but this is a corporation doing it, which is even wilder to me. Uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, it is. Um, I mean, it's a matter of choices, decisions, things you have to do. Uh, and then it, it other people make the, I mean, it's just like, speculating from the outside and uh people that don't do dirt but like watch tv shows about it and everything and kind of thinking they got a hold on it or because they bought weed back in like 1987 or something they're like think they're a drug lord or they know how the, the 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 chain of command goes they know about capos and shit you know there's just like the super misguided <laughs> un, i mean there's just it's it's so bad it's so fucking bad <laughs> 
Capos in the weed game is really yeah. God said it is funny. That, He's like, funneling it all up to like they're taking advantage of our kids trying to get them on weed for the Capos. Yeah, for the Capos, the, it goes directly to Pablo Escobar at yeah. some point, and it's sickening that that they, they made Sour Patch Kids heroin because you know people eighteen year olds aren't so much into it, you know, and but they need to get fourteen year olds into it. Oh my God, Brett, this is a, this is, you just pushed me down another road. Did you see the Ohio oh, yep. office? Uh, I want to read their, uh, I, I'm going to read their statement here. I'm going to get that up and, and I, we can, uh, I did talk to somebody that got this product. What? I talked to somebody that sent me a picture that said, cheetos on it cheetos puffs but it was actually 1000 milligrams of delta 8 thc i believe oh well this is delta 8 that stuff is legal anyway yeah it's the you booty know? stuff i got it up here so we'll finish up this citizen thing and then we'll go into that uh on saturday so but according to internal communications obtained by the verge the bounty was personally mandated by citizen founder and ceo andrew frame who saw it as an opportunity to exercise the app's policing powers and even offered to fund it with his own money oh, on saturday afternoon before the live stream was broadcast frame wrote in a company slack thread that he would pay ten thousand dollar reward personally to catch an arsonist still in the area as a test uh um let's it's find awful yeah, it's awful i mean i mean it's it's just the worst possible system where somebody with a lot of money or angel investors or a silver tongue can convince people that like we just aren't doing justice hard enough like the 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 cops aren't trying hard enough People aren't living, people aren't strict enough. The world isn't strict enough. We need extra folks to come in privately that we can pay to sweep up every fucking bad deed that happens in this city. Well, and also people who, like I think cops aren't super accountable, but there's at least the veneer of like, hey, they could get in trouble if they do something too wild. You know, I mean, obviously they never get in trouble. But it's better I mean, than private citizens. Yeah. I mean, you get in trouble if you get recorded exactly. and in someone's life. Yeah. So this is there's more in of this slack that you have to hear. Let's find this guy. Activate safety network completely, frame wrote, according to screenshots of internal slack messages obtained by the verge. This is a great transition of citizen back to active safety. We're not a news company. We're safety. And we make this sort of heinous crime impossible to escape from. That needs to be our mindset. This is, the bounty was later raised to $30,000. This sucks ass. I mean, this really sounds like fucking Judge Dredd with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles van where they're like, they're like, no, no, we don't just tell you, hey, someone's in trouble. We, whenever we hear that, we dispatch our elite troopers to take care of the problem. You know, we're going to send a bunch of the assholes that we paid that hate people for being poor. That's what we're going to do. Right. The Saturday broadcast came through Citizens recently launched on air feature, which, by the way, I, I told you about that shooting. Uh, uh, I watched a bunch of the on air people, uh, the people that because you can now stream from a yeah. crime scene. 
yep. basic, which is intended as a means to broadcast public safety notices. It's only the 16th time the feature has been activated, although it's the first time a cash bounty has been put forward so aggressively. On Air has strict violation protocols to limit the spread of misinformation, a citizen spokesperson said in a statement. In the 15 instances it's been used, those pro protocols were followed. Unfortunately, in this instance, on-the-ground tips were used in place of proper verification with public safety agencies. Well, I mean, really what you could say is that your CEO got involved this time. And uh, you decided you couldn't really say anything to him. You know? Yeah, like, and... and I he came in strong like that, and they're just like, well, we can't tell him no. Yeah. Um, this situation also is reminding me, I remember um, when you were going to school and you had studied, like, vigilante justice and how we were talking about, like, you know, communities can, can decide how things should happen. Um, but in the history of, like, vigilantism, it really just it ends up being, like, right-wing murder. Like, those are the people that, that really take – the ones that want to take – they want to punish somebody and take it into their own hands. You know, ours is that one specific awful group of people every time. Right. It's always right wing people. It's always in it to protect like property. Uh, it's rarely for revenge, you know, cause it, it's revenge is something that's frowned upon in circles of ju justice people. You know what I'm saying? So you know, like, go ahead. So, so like people who are interested in meeting out justice don't necessarily want to be caught doing revenge. They want to stop the crime and have an excuse to be violent in the act of stopping the crime. If that makes sense to you. Yeah, I guess so. It's, uh, uh, it's not clear where Citizen first obtained information indicating an arsonist was responsible for the fire. On Saturday, Los Angeles Police Chief Jay Balgermino told Pacific Palisades Residents Association that police were searching for an arson suspect. It appears as though a homeless man living in our hillsides with criminal passes planned out a wild rampage, read a post on the Ugh. association's Facebook page just after 6 p.m. We cannot take the risk of allowing more homeless in a neighborhood with Ugh. such a fragile environment, uh, environmental landscape. The association took the post down after an inquiry from Recode. However, Frame first saw the false identification. The Slack messages show he was in it as a, he saw it as an opportunity for citizen to fulfill its true mission. Those people all live there and their houses, family and homes, families are being threatened. He wrote in Slack. There is a Ugh. huge cohort of engaged users who want to help. Yeah, that's awful. I mean, it's, um, I, it's just a disgusting path to take to find yourself in the position um, where you have safety and security and a regular income and you find people that, you know, aren't able to fit in the system and, and, and know that's a possibility and you want to criminalize and punish instead of understand. I, I don't, I just, this is something that really uh, makes me want to give up every single day of my life is just the way that so many people can think that folks aren't worthy of some sort of care and protection, you know, that homeless people are a threat of some sort. I mean, that instead of imagining that this person has found themselves in a place that they never, ever wanted to be in, they've now 
said that this person is going to have some sort of weird fantasy in the middle of the woods while their kid is eating a fucking peanut butter and jelly sandwich with soy-free, peanut-free fucking nut spread, and that it's going to start a fire that burns down the whole beautiful community of fucking assholes that all hate each other and waste too much and take advantage of everybody. I mean, it's just, I, I just don't, I throw my hands out. Like, I don't know how you can see somebody that needs that much help. I only see that person needing help. That's the only way I could consider, consider somebody that isn't securing a house for themselves, you know? Right. Well, and I also look at it in the, in, in the way of like, uh, this, this, uh, this, this company is so desperate to, to, be successful you know they well, want, they want to be on-demand police they're, they're i mean they want to be like what's your problem oh you hate these ho you hate these uh, hobos down here we're gonna go bust them up we're gonna go take we're gonna go pressure them if you pay us money if you pay twenty dollars a month um we'll go we'll go follow up and bother anybody that you want and if this if everybody over here is 20 bucks a month like you're on the payroll we got you you know we'll, we'll kick anybody else out that you you look sideways at Exactly. Exactly. Uh, it, it is next door's bad, but also something about next door is their user base has has started to move in a direction of like every time I see somebody post something that's like nasty uh, uh, on next door, they get like a bunch of re replies that are like, come on, that's right. You're being racist or like, why don't you leave that guy alone or leave that person alone? Like there's at least people checking them there. Uh, there are rarely comments on, on citizen status updates. And when there are, it's people saying, oh, good Lord, I can't believe what the world's come to. This is really sick. This is a sick country and a sick time we live in. Yeah, I would. I mean, with I mean, next door is for me is really bad still, although there are folks that fight back. Yeah. Um, I, I think that, like, you know, the best of the conservative fascists, they know how to troll properly and they don't go overboard. They know how to not use banned words, but they know how to dog whistle and know how to present ideas that lets other people know it's OK to be hateful and cruel. Um, but at the same time, uh, the next door is like super fucking lib at this point. There is a lot of lib engagement and people that are like, we want to make this a place where we believe in science, you know, stuff like that. Uh, um, but still at the same time, I also on my next door, I had a, I had a, there was a, some weird fucking account that went by Kyle Rittenhouse for a while that was just talking about like the people in the neighborhood and how it's changed and stuff. It was creep. It was very fucking eerie. It was bad. Um, yeah. But I also, yeah, I also, there is, a, I mean, a lot of it is just really rubbing each other. There's also, it's full-blown lib rubbing each other on the back. Like, don't we have the best neighborhood ever? I think every neighborhood should be like ours because we love each other so much. And there's a hot dog house on Halloween. Right. And, and citizen is a different thing, though. Citizen is you live in a war zone. Yes. You need to be armed yes. with the facts. Citizen is EDC stuff. Every day I get directly notified any sort, anything in my vicinity, there's any altercations, uh, striations, or anything that will disrupt my situation. I'm prepared with citizen. It's yeah. awful. Yeah, fuck citizen. So let's move to now Ohio's coroner's office, which, by the way, yeah. why did it have to come from the coroner's office? Yeah, I thought that was sus for real. Was um, The coroner is not, 
like, I guess this is their part-time hobby. You know, it's because <laughs> like you're supposed to be taking care of dead people. Um, I guess in your spare time, do you maybe wake folks up from a weed coma? Like if someone dies from weed and you're the person that shows up with like the right snacks and a, and a fucking warm cloth and, and the, the best situation to get them back to where they need to be. Like that's a good side hustle, but I don't think the coroner needs to chime in on somebody that eats a thousand milligrams of fucking weed. Right. And, and I do think maybe they're just saying that, like, I don't understand why the coroner is saying this. Like, I don't understand Propaganda? why the coroner. And then I started to think like, well, maybe when the coroner's doing an autopsy, they find weed in somebody's system. Yeah. And, or something like that. But that's not even going to be the case because they wouldn't know what weed they did. Like, they wouldn't know that they're buying Cheetos. Yeah, maybe. I, I guess they. I guess at this point, maybe because so many party animals have died and they had weed in their system, they've grown some sort of inherent bias to it. Yeah. Um, that's the only thing that I could think. But, you know, like, we all have to die, and the weed heads make up a bunch of people. Like, don't hold it against us. God damn. The Montgomery County Coroner's Office and Community Overdose, Overdose Action Team are warning the public of THC-infused edibles being packaged to resemble common snacks. By the way. It was propaganda. That was absolutely. They, they re literally were like, what if the coroner said it? That makes it seem way more grave. That's all that was. Yeah, and Community Overdose Action Team. Like, yep. I'm not here to say you can't overdose on weed because I've done it, but, like, it doesn't matter. Doesn't kill you. Yeah, it doesn't matter at all. It period. It doesn't matter. You're you're gonna make it through it. You're not going to die from weed. Uh, they said the THC infused edibles are packaged in ways to look like snacks commonly found at gas stations and convenience stores. According to Coat, uh, that's the community overdose action team. In the state, dispensaries are not allowed to sell products with cartoon characters or those that look to be commercially available products. That seems unfair. I, I, I wondered why all the packaging at the dispensaries are crummy. Yeah, I mean, this is why I got to get rid of IP. Yeah, I want Sour Patch Kids. Well, how come when I go in there, I can't get Sour Patch Kids gummies? How come this all the gummies going to be like some hippie thing, like elderberry or something? Yes. <laughs> The THC-infused edibles are often marketed to youth. Not true. No. Yeah. No. They're what are you talking about? Yeah, they're marketed to people that want to get high. <laughs> I mean, but grown up, you, you aren't even allowed to say out loud, I like to get high in, mo in any workplace. You can't just say, I smoke weed. And in a lot of places, in, in the state of Ohio, without a card, and I, it's, it's not been legal long enough to act like it's a regular thing. Right. And, and when they say, like, that it's marketed to you, it, it ignores the fact that adults also eat chili cheese Fritos and queso flavored ruffles. And to follow <laughs> it up, to follow it up, um, so the Delta 8, that, like, booty marijuana that everybody's been smoking, oh, the, place, it. the place near me, it's expensive as fuck. Like, it, is it? Yes, 60 bucks, 60 bucks for a fucking quarter and shit. Like, it's pricey. 
I mean, so like these Cheeto puffs are $30, $40 for sure. A thousand milligrams, definitely they want 50, 60 bucks. So there's no, this is not marketed to kids at all because kids do not have that much money. Okay. Yeah. The THC infused out of, so anyway, this is concerning because youth may have trouble discerning the difference between THC infused edibles and actual oh. food. Dude, you're talking about my dream. Stop, 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 stop talking about a good time. Okay. You're talking about, you say that I could go to the store and there's going to be Cheeto pus for $1.29. And then right next to them is going to be 1000 milligram marijuana THC Cheeto pus for $1.29 as well. Good Lord. I don't care if a kid get fucked up on that. I want to have that access. <laughs> I, I mean, really, who cares? But it's going to be a bajillion dollars, and it does, and, and it doesn't look like the regular thing. Who whoever gets uh, Cheeto puffs that have a zipper top on that? I'm checking my right. I'm serious right now. I do have. The, I'm literally looking at somebody that took them the other night and sent pictures to me. It has a zipper top on it. What, what kind of fucking Cheetos have a resealable bag? Like you eat the Cheetos the whole. You open it up and then you eat them. You don't fucking save them for later. If they're fifty nine cent version. We got to get some of these Cheetos, Brett. You got to get us hooked up. I will. I'm going to have them send them to me. I mean, Delta 8. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm the one the, the, about the coroner ones that you sent didn't have a sticker on them that said Delta 8. But the ones that I'm looking at do have the sticker, which is like disappointing. Uh, but I, I don't know if that was added on afterwards or not. I'm not sure. Or maybe it was I mean, like a sly thing. The but ones this person the didn't get too crazy. The ones the coroner sent kick ass because they they are actually Fritos, chili cheese. But somebody put a copy of the uh, um, of that California uh, marijuana seal on it. Yeah, the little <laughs> triangle that says like warning. Yeah, this is THC. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I'm. Yeah, they, I mean they they pretty much copied the bag. Um, I, I don't expect you could ever just copy another brand and sell it. So I don't know why they got this bold. Uh, my guess is this is somebody that's just selling the bags because like on wish I get advertisements uh, for uh, cookies, brand weed uh, for like all kinds of different, there's Mario carts. You can buy just Ziploc bags to load carts into. doesn't matter. Like if you get them loose from somebody, you can put them in a legit looking zipper top bag. You know, uh, these seem, these these are way more mass produced, though, for sure. These wouldn't even exist if it was just legal recreationally everywhere. I, I really don't think there would be because these are for hiding. Obviously. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, this is like that. You're right. This is like the Pepsi bottle that you can sneak your fucking one hitter into. Yeah, it's just for hiding weed. It, they might even only be selling the back without the snacks in them at all or maybe you're they throw buds in there i'll bet you there's not even chips in those fucking things the one that i the one that i got the one the pictures i got it looks like a real cheeto oh okay 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 uh well i guess you could just buy cheetos and put uh uh what's that stuff called the uh ah, fuck i don't remember what it's called isolate on them okay so, oh i i gotta tell y'all listening right now if you're in like a legal state i think you can even get this stuff if it's illegal in your state cbn is good like really if you have trouble sleeping at, at the very least i don't know 
how it does it. It's full THC. Um, it doesn't work the same way as CBD, where it takes away some of the effect of the THC. CBN is just like an added thing in the thing. But man, it has like cured my insomnia um, like completely. I just, I eat, I eat one every night and I just feel great. So, you know what? Uh, Psychic Gasoline in the chat had a great point. Uh, this is like saying that the buzz ball is marketed to kids. Because it's like a fun little alcohol thing that you can do that's like easy to use that isn't that just looks like other things that you like juice drinks and shit, you know? Right. And we do know the alcohol that is marketed to kids is Goldschlager. I'm, that's just <laughs> an obvious thing. Really? <laughs> now, it's fire. It's so? fireball now. Aftershock? Fireball. Like, no, kids still get Goldschlager and aftershock. No. They might not have aftershock no. anymore. But I got to tell you, kids out there. Aftershock was way cooler bottle than uh, uh, than the other one, and and but like it had sugar in it to made it look like uh, uh, rocks on the inside. And me and my friends would would break the bottle and eat the sugar out of it to see if the sugar would get you drunk too. Yeah, fun times. Uh, the corner. So uh, uh, where's it at? The coroner's office and coat warned that the products packaged to resemble common snacks likely have not undergone state regulatory guidelines for food quality and safety and could result to overdose or illness. Now, and then, I mean, it also, you know, I'm offended deeply. And, you know, I actually have friends um, of mine that are very cautious people, but know that I take seriously the 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 idea that kids could get into the drugs or that like that it would be a problem and there would be no way that i would have 1000 milligrams of thc uh, fire cheetos and that accidentally a fucking baby would get them no. like that no no that's my that's i'm holding on that for dear life that's my yeah. that's the only thing that i have to look forward to for the next few days I mean, and that's your weed too. You, also, you just don't want the kid getting in there and and taking yeah. your weed. You don't want him to scarf your fucking stash. Exactly. In the event of a suspected overdose, <laughs> call nine one one immediately. Signs <laughs> of a. This is the funny part. What Signs of. Say? No, I was wondering <laughs> a weed overdose. I haven't witnessed. I've never seen one before, but Signs I'm curious. Of Signs of a THC-related overdose include extreme confusing confusion. Yeah. Okay. Difficulty conversing. It's funny. <laughs> okay. Poor coordination. Okay. okay. Uh, and here's the part. Here's that one part. High levels of anxiety, paranoia, panic attack, fast heart rate, delusions, or hallucinations. Uh, uh, Increased but, blood pressure and severe nausea or vomiting. I swear on my life, Brett, I've had all of these things happen. Right. And I think it's also extremely unfair because overdose, as we, we know it, means that like you, you're, you end your life. And so they have not presented anything that says, yeah, you stop breathing and your heart stops for any amount of time. So, like, to have a coroner talk about overdose with weed is not happen. It's something that's not happening. Right. So, fast heart rate, delusions or hallucinations, increased blood pressure, severe nausea or vomiting. That's all of them. 
Uh, parents and guardians should carefully inspect the packaging of common snack foods. Look for symbols such as THC or other mentions of cannabis on packaging. Well, I mean, I get if they. I, you know, um, I have to say, even as like a, a person that does weed all the fucking time and will never apologize for it. Sure. I, I guess they shouldn't copy the name of foods that other people like, you know, that kids <laughs> like, like, I, I can't see I do. I will come and handshake you on that. Um, but at the same time, I just don't even I don't see that. I don't see anything happening. I don't see any problems happening here. I don't see anybody being very reckless with this. Right, right. No, and it's weed. I mean, for the Ohio coroner to come out and make people think that a weed overdose is like a real thing that yes. could really ruin your life uh, uh, or, or kill you is that's pure propaganda. You're totally right about that. Well, and there's so many people that are looking for that validation. I mean, that's enough for them. It's like the coroner said it. It's like, yeah, they were pay to their it's agenda i don't you know it's it's not lived life it's not what people live it's not even relevant it does it's not a reason like to uh punish anybody and it's not even a thing that's happening yeah yeah so uh uh we got one more story here since my internet's fucking crapping out again uh i did close the chat and everything so we might be a little better off um so this is a story about Rand Paul, who is like the new all-star of the kind of conservative comedy sort of movement, the Joe Rogans, the uh, uh, all those guys. He's a stalwart for yeah. unreasonable and stupid ideas. He stands up <laughs> for dumbass shit. A lot of people like won't think dumbass shit, but he'll say like it's something we should do. <laughs> So you have to respect him. I mean, most people I've, I've at this point have, you know, uh, said this is dumbass shit. And, and he will like stand up there and say, no, it's not. And I, I have to respect that, you know? Yeah. And, and he'll just say, he'll just say something like incredibly stupid, but like really confidently. He's a citizen app guy. I mean, I, I think there were, I mean, his, his dad, Ron Paul was big on the, uh, we don't need welfare because people will share the money. Um, which, you know, it, it, I guess you were like, oh, I would, I give to people I help. Um, but no, people aren't doing that enough. And that's not exactly what's going to happen at all. That's not, that doesn't make any fucking sense <laughs> to that. It is not a good idea to go down that path. And, uh, Rand Paul's the same guy that is just, you know, uh, Hey, these people don't like the service with the police. How about those with the most money pay pay other people to do their justice? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, this is like a Ron Paul, Rand Paul dream. Citizen is really their dream. Right. They're, they're going to be ready to abolish the police once Citizen gets its full yep. thing set up. <laughs> yeah, to save uh, the government money. So after Rand Paul received a suspicious package containing white powder at his home on Monday, the Kentucky Republican senator pointed the finger at an improbable alleged instigator the 1980s pop star Richard Marks. Do you remember Richard Marks? I don't. Well, I mean, I, what was the song? I know, I, I do know it, but I don't. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to sing it for everybody that doesn't know it. Turn the radio up. 
for that sweet oh. sound. Hold me close, never let me go. Keep, keep, keep the spirit alive. Make me lose control. control. Yes, that is a good ass song. That's a that's legendary. Yeah, you should be comfortable for life. Sure. Off that, yeah. I listen oh, to that. I, I listen to that at odd lots all the time, along with that <laughs> "Take These Broken Wings" song. I love that song, dude. That song really bangs, dude. Yeah, it gets you going in the early in the morning. If you need something to hang on to to just give you life. Yeah, I'm I'm seeing his other hit. Brett, because he had another good hit too. Hold on to the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on to the oh, dude. He also sang wherever you go. Yeah, yes. I I'll be right here waiting for you. Yes. No, yeah. Richard Marks, legendary. Yeah, stop the breaks. You did enough, man. You gave us three fucking songs to to keep us satiated for the rest of our lives. What's he doing now? Well, let's though? add something else. I mean, having people send uh, Rand Paul white powder. <laughs> oh, wait. He's one of us? He's a comrade? No. He, he hates a, Rand Paul? Centrist. He's a centrist guy. But uh, he's picking but, on Rand Paul. But yeah, as a repeated target of violence, it is reprehensible that Twitter allows C-list ce- celebrities to encourage violence against me and my family, Paul said in a statement. Just this weekend, Richard Marks called for violence against me, and now we received this powder-filled letter. I mean, can you imagine? <laughs> that motherfucker, you imagine? He's, he's like, I'll be right here waiting for you. I'm going to be watching you with binoculars every time you open a baby powder-filled envelope and freak out about it. <laughs> I mean, this is such a good story because we were just talking about how absolutely stupid Rand Paul is, but like Joe Rogan's not going to talk about how Rand Paul blamed the turn the radio up for that sweet sound guy for sending him anthrax, fake anthrax. <laughs> yeah. He, when he said, I'll be right here waiting for you. That's his MO, man. He came after me biologically, like chemical weaponry shit. Well, let's find out here. Uh, uh, by the way, also, he called himself a, a, what is it? A repeated target of violence. That's kind of uh, because he got beat up by his neighbor. Well, yeah, I mean, yes, that was, he was an asshole to his neighbor, but that doesn't count. Every no. time, like, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, a lot of ass beatings, I think, are an indication that, like, you can't communicate properly with strangers. Um, uh, <laughs> and so, I mean, that's not relevant. Um, you fought your neighbor, but now some guy ruffled your feathers. I know. Uh, after Paul said on Sunday he would not get vaccinated against COVID-19, Marx tweeted that if he ever met the senator's erstwhile neighbor who broke Paul's ribs during, <laughs> during a property dispute in 2017, he would hug him and buy him as many drinks as he can consume. Richard Marx is in the club, man. I'm down with that motherfucking dude. That is cool. I mean, that's a good thing he did. I maybe we should look at Richard Marx's Twitter real quick. The songs go. The songs are good, but he might be a fugal sang, Brett. <sighs> you don't want to hit your wagon to a fugal sang, is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna make let's live. I'm gonna let him live in my imagination. Comrade Richard. <laughs> Going after I mean, Rand. I mean. It is. It sucks 
that jackasses like that proliferate. Um, I think for me, there's a feeling of like, what can you do? Rand Paul is very popular and the, the biggest podcaster in the world thinks he's a genius and fuck, what can you do? Making them feel bad and making them feel afraid over dumb shit is uh, extremely funny. So that's two thumbs up uh-huh. from me to Richard Marks. Yeah. That's what we uh, talked about. That's what we always said when we started Street Fight 10 years ago was like, how can politicians walk down the street without being worried about having a dirty diaper thrown on them? That's very weird yeah. that they act how they do and, and, and treat us like this, but they, and they don't live in fear. It doesn't make sense. Like it doesn't seem that that like the balance of power would work that way. They should like never be able to leave their home and they should, you know, be excommunicated from society in a way. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's, he's just a straight up lib. So, but I mean, listen, if you want to call yourself a Marxist in the Richard Marx veins, uh, that's a Richard fine. Marxist, I'm a Richard oh. Marxist. And, and really what my beliefs are is that it's cool to scare Rand Paul. <laughs> I hear, I mean, I harass, uh, and intimidate and, uh, strike fear in the heart of politicians. Uh, that's what I do. I'm a, I'm a Richard Marxist. Yeah. <laughs> Renee Boucher pleaded guilty to assaulting a member of Congress after tackling Paul. That's not fair. That actually kind of makes me mad, dude. What was that, that again? Rand Paul's neighbor pled guilty to assaulting a member of Congress. Oof. I mean, no, that's neighbor shit. You're a neighbor yeah. like everybody else. That's you don't get special protection. You don't get to go home and act like an asshole on your fucking front lawn without your neighbor diving through the bushes and showing you what's what. You don't get a special protection from that. In an outlandish turn of events, Paul linked Marx's dismissive social media barb to the potentially dangerous package, which, according to Fox News, contained an image of the senator in a neck brace wearing a cast using a crutch with a gun to his head. (laughs) (laughs) At the bottom of the picture. Why did he? Why did he tell these people the fucking thing about nerds and geeks and these people are just there. They want to be humiliated and look bad. They just don't know how to step back and not openly look awful and stupid. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, he's willing to go through it to be an asshole and to make the world harder for poor people and marginalized people. He's willing to get beat up at his own goddamn house. And he's willing to say he he's afraid of a fucking letter. He got in the mail. Right. Right. So yes, Rand Paul is not getting the vaccine. Uh, I, I couldn't tell you why other than he is a dummy. So (laughs) I mean, yeah, I mean, these people, the, the thing about it is that these losers can't do anything except be defiant. They can't take a stand. They, they can't study. They can't make a hard choice. They can't do anything that's uncomfortable or right. All they can do is try to make people feel bad or be, or, or tell everybody that's having, that's trying to cooperate or get along or share uh, or lift each other up. He's just, he, he has this inclination to fuck everybody over. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's sort of like the 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 libertarian the the right wing libertarian way to be is that you know whoever can fuck whoever over gets all the stuff 
And uh, it, it, that's, it always felt like it encourages that kind of behavior. It encourages citizen app behaviors. Yeah, totally Not unnecessary. Richard Mark behaviors. Not Richard Mark shit. No. Well, that's the show. We'll see you guys on the 23rd. We miss you guys, gals, and non-binary pals. I'm sorry. And yes. we're going to miss you. But keep a lookout. You know, me and Brett might get bored during the day and just go and stream and have a good time. Yeah, we will be out and about on your social media channels and on Patreon as well. So find us where all those things are. Um, and I appreciate the support. Um, I'm really dragging ass and, and not doing well and uh, haven't been doing my tasks. So lots of things are behind. Uh, I apologize. Uh, but, you know, things are getting better. I do have a computer and internet that work internet that works finally. Um, but it's taken too fucking long. Uh, but I'm catching up and uh, we'll get back to it. All right. Thanks for listening to Street Fight. Peace. <laughs>